What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of the Resilient Body Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Anika, the not-so-typical chiropractor, and today we're going to be talking about sciatica. I have so many clients who come in, and you know, the first thing they say is, you know, I got that sciatic. And I want them to point to it. That's the very first thing I ask because when I ask them to point to it, either they're pointing at the side of their leg, they're not necessarily feeling numbness or tingling, which is associated with nerve, like the sciatic nerve, or they just feel pain around that area, their hip, their butt, their leg. And the only thing they know to coin that term is sciatica. So today we're going to get clear on exactly what sciatica really is and I'm going to provide you some ways that you can start working on it from the comfort of your own home to start relieving it. And I promise you it's going to be more than just that simple figure four stretch because we have to do more than just that. So let's start off by just defining what sciatica is. So sciatica commonly affects one side of the body at a time. So if you realize that you're having any pain and tingling down both legs, then that's another issue that we have to be more concerned about. So if you're experiencing that, then definitely have someone go check you out. And it also, it is pain that originates from the low back and radiates down the leg. So the sciatica, which most people call it, is a sciatic nerve. The sciatic nerve forms or starts from our low back. So if we start having issues or if we have issues, chronic issues, pain, stiffness, tightness, things like that in our low back, and we've had that for a while, I'm pretty sure that it's going to be connected to why you're experiencing these sciatic-like symptoms that are going down your leg or in your glute. So instead of just doing so much work, focusing on that glute, that butt area, which I see is fairly common with people grabbing lacrosse balls and kind of just rolling out their ass, Are you doing anything above that area? Because the sciatic nerve originates from the low back where other nerves come out of. So you need to focus around that low back area to really start seeing changes in your sciatica. But the only way that you're going to know that, that you're going to know that, hey, I need to stop stretching my piriformis and maybe I need to move my low back or, hey, I need to open up my hips and move my hips more and not just roll out my piriformis. The only way we know that is to get assessed by a professional. All right. So. One of the first things I have clients do when they come in after um, telling me they have sciatica, I have them point to it and I let them know that we're about to do an assessment and actually figure out, one, if it is in fact sciatica, because I feel like that term is thrown around too often, too generalized, and it's really not the problem. And B, we're going to see what the root cause is, is and why you're having or experiencing this pain. If you're having any numbness or tingling down your leg, we want to figure out why you are having this issue. So we have to get to the root cause in order to fix it, get you out of pain, get you on moving better, getting you figuring it out and doing it on your own at home and to keep it from coming back. And the best way to do that is to figure out why. I'm sure some of you out there have been experiencing sciatica for a long time. You've probably been doing that same figure four stretch for I don't even know how long. You've probably been rolling out your piriformis in your butt before and after workouts, but you're still dealing with this. Sciatica is not something that you should be dealing with for the rest of your life. There's something that can definitely go away with the right plan. You just have to figure out what's causing that issue, what's causing that sciatica. So one thing that I do when I'm assessing clients who come in with sciatica, I have them bend over and touch their toes. That is a good indicator of what's going on in your low back, your hips, 
your entire body is seen as it moves together. So either A, or something that I come across a lot, is people can't touch their toes. And I get the comment of, oh, well, you know, I haven't been able to touch my toes in years. You've also been having sciatica for years. So we have to address that. Not being able to touch your toes means a lot more than just tight hamstrings. Yes, I'm looking at one if you have the ability to touch your toes standing up because I'm definitely going to put you in a different position, bring your legs to you, and either A, I find that you can bring your feet to you, you can bring your legs up to 90, or B, you can't. And then we're going to go in another issue of, okay, now you actually don't have the ability at all to even get into this position of touching your toes. But I'm looking at can you touch your toes? I'm looking at how your hips shift back if your hips shift back when you touch your toes I'm looking at how your pelvis moves and I'm also looking at what is happening in your low back is it rounded is it flat does it hurt did it hurt trying to bend over to touch your toes did it hurt trying to stand up from touching your toes those are all things that I'm looking at because all those can affect why you're having that sciatic like feeling down your leg so based off of that one thing in the assessment then we move from there The biggest thing I'm trying to see is, is your body feeling safe about you bending over? Is your body feeling safe about you elongating or lengthening out the back part of your body, the posterior chain where your hamstring runs, where that piriformis runs that you've been working on for so long? I want to see how your hips move. One of the biggest things, we roll so much out, uh, we roll out this piriformis so much, right? We're putting so much pressure on it. Now, the sciatic nerve does run underneath the piriformis. So if our piriformis is tight and it's pinching, it makes sense that we could be pinching and pressing and causing some compression on that sciatic nerve. Totally get that. But we got to do more than just digging in and pushing more into this more already compressed area. How about we lengthen it? How about we stretch it out? How about we move it? That piriformis is connected, yes, from our butt, but it's also connected to our hip. So every time we're driving and we're going from our brake to our gas, we're opening up our hip. We're externally rotating our hip, which is what our piriformis does, which can be causing more compression on our sciatic nerve. So we got to work on opening up our hips, making sure that our hips can move both ways and that we are prepared for whatever movement we want to come. Because if not, then we're constantly going to be compare, uh, sorry, compressing on that sciatic nerve underneath that piriformis. How is your low back moving? When I'm also looking at how you touch your toes, I'm also looking at what kind of spine mobility, flexibility you have in your low back. Some people have an issue doing a movement of like cat-cow. When I have someone do cat-cow because I want to see how much movement they have, it's hard for them to get into each position, whether that's extension in their low back or pushing up and flexion in their low back. So that's another issue that can cause sciatica because, like I mentioned before, that nerve comes out of your low back. So if our low back is tight or stiff and it's compressing on the nerve from our low back, then it doesn't matter how much you dig or stretch or figure four stretch into that piriformis, you're not going to change anything. This is why assessing is so important. We got to figure out where it's coming from. Is it your low back the issue? Are your hips the issue with they're not moving? Is your pelvis the issue? It's not moving how it wants to. That's where all the assessing comes in. So make sure that one, you're getting assessed properly by a professional who's going to help you figure out your root cause. And if you're in Sacramento, or I've also started opening up doing some one-on-one stuff online. If you want someone to help you through this, I got you. All right. Excuse me. So the next thing we're going to talk about is I gave you a little education. You know, I like to drop knowledge about exactly what sciatica is. Now I want to provide you with some movements to help. I am going to be tagging these in the show notes so that you can have access to them and see these movements on our Resilient Spine YouTube page. Okay, so don't worry about trying to listen to how I'm describing them or anything like that. So I'm going to give you seven different movements 
that are going to hit different areas. And I want you to figure out out of those seven movements, which one your body likes the most. I want you to understand that I'm not providing you the 100% plan to get out of pain to help get sciatica right now. What I am providing you with is seven options. And out of those seven options, I want you to do all seven. And I want you to tune into your body and figure out what it liked, what it didn't like, how your body felt afterwards, and how it felt the next day. Those are some great landmarks and great markers to figure out if this movement agreed with your body. And if it didn't, then we're on to the next one, all right? So I'm going to let you know one thing. A figure four stretch is not a part of these seven. Now, I'm not trying to harp or say, you know, that that figure four stretch doesn't work. But what I see all too often, someone says they have sciatica and then they show me that damn figure four stretch. And that's all they have been doing for fucking months, for years. And they're like, but I don't understand why it's not going away. Chick, you've been doing the same stretch Four years. It's time for us to try something different. These seven movements, one is a crossover stretch. So like I told you, I'm going to tag them, so don't worry about that. A crossover stretch is going to help stretch out that piriformis, that glute, and honestly, all from the butt down, all right? I'm definitely throwing in some breathing. You got to know how to breathe from your diaphragm. If you can't lay on your back and learn how to breathe, pushing out that diaphragm, pushing out a 360-degree stomach, anything we do with your low back and try to move it and try to stabilize to help with that sciatica, it's not going to work because you're constantly going to be under tension because your body doesn't know how to breathe as we put you in certain movements. So you got to practice breathing. It's something that people do want to practice. It's not the sexiest thing, but that's the number one thing that's going to help you deal with your sciatica. I have another way of sciatic flossing. If those who don't know what flossing is, each one of our nerves has its own pathway to go through our body. But we want that nerve to be gliding. So the flossing that you're going to see is a way to make our nerve glide back and forth through the grooves in our muscle so that it's moving, kind of breaking up anything along its path that's restricting it from moving as much as we want. So you'll see a video up there for our sciatic flossing. I have some pelvic tilts in there. We mentioned earlier about the relationship between the low back and the pelvis and how they need to move. So some pelvic tilts helps us start to decipher the difference between our low back moving and our pelvis moving so pelvic tilt clamshells now we mentioned about stretching everything up to this point has been about stretching but now we got to start engaging and using the muscles that we haven't been using so we mentioned that the piriformis helps externally rotate boo boo we about to strengthen the muscles that help externally rotate our hip so these clamshells are going to help with that then I have a banded cat cow. Now, I know you probably are like, you know, I've done cat cows and whatever, but I need you to add a band to it because the band provides you some feedback on your skin that allows you to feel like, can I push this band away? Is it coming into my low back? I like having feedback tools so you know what you should feel and what you should be focused on. I specifically tell people to take that band and whatever area I feel like is the most restricted, I have them put that band on that area and I want them to focus on pushing that band away as they're doing their cat cows. So, Band and cat cows is one of my favorite things for that. And last but not least, you know we mentioned it, hip openers, all right? We got to be able to externally rotate our hips and internally rotate our hips. So let's make sure that our hips are moving as much as they can. Because if we don't have mobility in our hips, we're going to try to take it from somewhere else, like our low back. So those are seven movements. I'm going to tag them all in the show notes so you can find them on YouTube that I want you to try out and see what your body likes, see what changes, see what aggravates it, and then don't do that again. If you want a customized plan, something that's specifically for you, then feel free to click the link in the bio inside Resilient Spine on Instagram and sign up for a consult call. We can check it out. We can rap about it. We can talk and see if we're a good fit. And I can tell you how I can help you start on your path to getting rid of sciatica once and for all and knowing what to do about it. All right. So I hope I didn't go too much of a rant. I'm just, when I hear people come into the office and they, they, 
throw that word sciatica around. One, I'm upset because I'm like, how long have you been dealing with this? You don't have to deal with this for this long. There's things that you can do with the right plan, all right? So I just get hype up about things that you can control and that you can't help with because I know that I can help you with it. So ultimately, my goal is to help you move better, feel better, and be resilient. So follow us over at Instagram for some daily tips of Resilient Spine or follow us over on YouTube at Resilient Spine. Talk to you guys on the next episode.